0: focus hello and welcome to some assembly required our podcast over here at Waynefleet bic church where we discuss life through the lens of our anabaptist roots you have found ignite the youth edition of our podcast and we're glad you've tuned in today for a great discussion Uh, my name is julie adams i'm your host and joined by our youth pastor pastor wes hillis welcome pastor wes hi Glad to have you back. Yeah. For another episode.
1: Another episode, kind of continuing off, um, you know, that consistency focus kind of thing that we started last week. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was really good to talk about uh, consistency and how, what did you say it's critical, crucial? Crucial.
1: Both. Yeah. Crucial. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And today,
1: we're talking about our focus. Yeah. Uh, exploring, you know, what is focus and you know where is our focus in uh today's world especially you know being youth and kind of mm-hmm. exploring that more and kind of developing what does that really mean yeah. so yeah um so the question to start has anyone ever been lost have you ever been lost before
0: yeah of course i've been lost driving oh, i yeah. uh, where was i driving oh man this is so embarrassing i think i was trying to get to london on no waterloo and i ended up in london i don't know i took like a way wrong it was like an east west situation and i was like i should be getting there i should be getting there and then it was like oh and at that time we didn't have like gps's it was like i had like the road map in my glove box because i'm that uh (laughs) that you know generation there we go keep moving keep moving
1: um yeah and it was
0: terrible. I was like hours late because I got lost. It oh, yeah. was terrible.
1: I remember, um, so I was meant to go to the Rockton Fair. Mm, yeah. I'm from Cambridge. So to get it to Rockton, you have to take Highway 8. Sure. I know that now. I was told by Carrie's cousin, oh, yeah, take Old Beverly Road, drive mm-hmm. that, you hit Safari, turn left, it'll be on your next right. I was like, oh, perfect. Good. Can't
0: miss it, right? Then, yeah, no.
1: I literally spent the next like half hour in the dark.
0: Oh. Like driving
1: around, I'm like, okay, that's old Beverly, at Safari. And I drove and I'm like, I'm looking in these fields. I'm like, where the heck is this fair? Yeah. And I called Carrie eventually after like 30 minutes. She's like, Where are you? And I said, Old Beverly. And she's like, Why the heck are you on Old Beverly Road? <laughs> and I was like, Well, your that's... cousin told me to. Yeah. No. <laughs> Her cousin does not drive many places. <laughs> so Um Well, now she does, but back then not as much. Um so yeah, it's just getting lost can happen so easily. It's disorienting. And it's yeah. It's very disorienting, and it kind of, yeah. So um, I'm gonna use another dictionary definition. Sure, for I love focus. it. I love definitions. Um, so the definition of focus is to direct one's attention or efforts. That is that is that mm. is a definition of focus. Now, have you ever uh, seen someone perform a magic trick? Oh
0: yeah, I love magic
1: shows. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Now You See Me?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. The whole point. And the greatest secret for all magicians is distraction. It's our distraction. If you watch now, you see me. Everything is distraction. Yeah. There's some things where you look at it and you're like, well, that's not, that's magic. But it's distraction. And magicians can fool you by simply making you focus on the wrong thing. Yes. They tell you to look at a certain object and then all of a sudden there's something disappears right before your eyes. Yep. It's all in distraction. Mm -hmm. And um, magicians cause us to focus, but it's always on the wrong thing or wrong time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I find that really interesting that, you know, like talking about magicians and our focus, it's so easy for them to easily just say, Oh, look at this and switch into something else. And I think that constantly in our lives, we also do this as well. You know, like we said last week, humans like shiny things. Yeah. Going, 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 what is that over there? (laughs) Yeah. I better go check it out. Uh, Yeah. And, um, you know, this kind of leads into what many people say is that students nowadays have lost the ability to focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that I, I don't really, I wouldn't agree with, I that wouldn't either, agree with but... it either. And uh, now I know there are some people who truly experience this and those are people with 80, 80 D and ADHD. And I'm one yep. of those people. Sure. Focus is not a thing. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's not possible. Um, but I know not everyone in the world and let's be quite honest. Um, agree with that Mm -hmm. that people think that oh you're just making that up or it's not really real adhd and add is completely real yes there's a chemical imbalance inside your brain that causes things to occur but we're not going to dive into that too deeply um
0: you know i think here's my take on this when people say oh they can't focus i don't think it's they can't i think it's their focus focusing on something different than the person saying it Wants them to focus. Yes, on. that's what I
1: think. I find with ADHD, it's much easier to focus on a video game or social media for hours mm-hmm. than it is say, a book or a textbook. Uh, I see. It stimulates your brain in a different way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's like movies. Yeah. Look at look at movies. You look at a book and a movie. People are more stimulated. Say, I would say with movies nowadays than they are with books, because you're watching it. You're seeing a story develop. You don't need to use your full brain power of imagination to imagine everything, where books. You know, you imagine it. Everyone, if you, everyone wants to mm-hmm. read something, everyone interprets it and imagines it differently.
0: I know. No one gets to read the exact same story. No one story. reads the exact same story. I'm a story. pretty avid reader. And that's I what I love about reading is that my mental picture of what's happening in the story is would be totally different from yours yep. and totally different from Carrie's and totally different from everybody's. I
1: exactly. love that. And it all comes down to, you know, when you really care about something, amazing how well you can focus on it yeah so let me ask you this does the problem actually lie with our inability to focus or is the problem more so with the object of our focus
0: oh totally the object of our focus 100
1: see the heart of the matter um, on what or rather who are you focusing yes so to whom are you devoting your attention and efforts
0: and it's interesting the definition this really stuck out at me when you read it it says to direct one's attention. So like it's it's saying to me that like I I can decide where my attention and efforts are going, which is, Ugh! and <laughs> also, yay. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So I want us to look at a guy named Peter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Peter was one of Jesus' disciples. He was um, laser focused on Jesus. Yeah. Just like on him um, to the point that he would literally do anything for him. You know, we read in Matthew fourteen twenty two to 25. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead, of, go ahead of him to the other side. Well, he dismissed the crowds. After dismissing the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Well, into the night he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from the land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea. Early in the morning, mm. when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It was a ghost, they said. They cried out in fear. So, okay, let's, let's just pause there. Yeah. So, right there for a second. Um, and, you know, don't miss the fact that Jesus is walking on water. Which is... Crazy. Yes. It's crazy. If you saw someone early morning, so let's be honest.
0: You're still groggy. You're rubbing the sleep out of your eyes. It
1: is always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. Still dark. Early morning yeah. is still very dark. Um it's not until that first bit of sun that comes up that's like, okay, mm-hmm. there it is. So Jesus walking on I would have been terrifying to see. Just this yeah. person is walking on water in front of your boat. Now you have to also take in the historical context. Hebrew people hated water with oh, a passion. I didn't know that. Hated water with so a passion. So
0: many of them were fishermen. I didn't realize that. Necessity.
1: Necessity. Yeah they viewed the mediterranean sea as a place of death hmm. just death and it was scary and it was frightening and you know many many people lost their life at sea yeah so they viewed it that's it's, it's unpredictable mm-hmm. it can't you know nothing can silence these waves that's why when, when jesus calmed the storm calmed the water yes was like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa hold on now for them yeah yeah so, especially in this, when you see someone walking on water, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, that that doesn't happen every day for them. No. Ever. I'm
0: sure that maybe was a once-in-a-lifetime once event. Once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Might even say that. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. So, sometimes when we've, when we've been raised in the church and we hear the same stories, they become dull. Yeah. And they become normal to us. But seriously, I love this. Go try and walk on water. <laughs> I came close once and that was because I was at a family vacation in Mexico and they put platforms on water and it's like, "Hey, run across closest I ever came. And it was yep. the hardest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> Cause the, as soon as you step on that, the water's like, I'm going down. And yep. it's like, that was the hardest mm-hmm. thing, but I was the only one that could do it at the resort. So I was happy. <laughs> um, and yeah, just go and try walking on water yourself, you know, yeah. before it gets way too cold out, you know, try and walk on water and, and let, let me know how it goes. Please send, let us, let a video, me, send uh, us a video. Send us a video. Wayne attempt. Fleets walk on water challenge. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, we, we read, you know, as more we go, we're going to continue on with the story. So this is uh verse 27 and it reads, Jesus spoke to them, have courage. It is I don't be afraid. Mm. Verse 28 says, The Lord, if it is you, Peter answered him, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. And climbing out of the boat, Peter started walking on the water and came towards Jesus. So he had to pause again. So here we read, Peter actually walked on water. Peter walked on water. You know, a human That's being wild. walked on water. And again, now don't take these things for granted. This is amazing and completely unheard of. Like this is unthinkable. Yeah. And Peter would have been terrified as well in this.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: We already talked about the historical context. Water was terrifying to these people. You know, storms and raging waves and inconsistency mm-hmm. in the water. It was never predictable.
0: And like, what was he wearing at the time? I would ima- I always picture him wearing clothes. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been in the water fully dressed. It's hard. It's impossible to And move. we
1: have to think of the clothes we wear today. Yeah. You know, pants, t-shirt, sweater maybe. These are... Like robes. Robes. They are, yeah. These are robes and... I don't know if everyone has ever tried to swim in a dress. It's not easy. Nope. Not that I have, but it's just not easy. I'm assuming. Also,
0: there's a video of that. No, I'm kidding. (laughs)
1: Um, But it would have been incredibly hard. Oh, yeah. And I think, so this, we're going to keep going. So verse 30 says, But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to think, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind had ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him and said, Truly, you are the Son of God. Mm-hmm. So aside from Jesus and Peter walking on the water, here's what I want you to see. Peter was focused on Jesus, like yeah. laser focused. So much so that when Jesus told him to come, he literally jumped right out of the boat, no hesitation. And now, if you remember correctly, the water and the waves were pretty rough. This was a storm happening. Yeah and you know if you've ever been to the middle of a lake or seen a river in a storm it is thrashing yeah like it is not a good place to be
0: no it can be violent and
1: we have a saying yeah. in uh, Canada you know uh, what is it it's about the sky the night in the morning oh pink uh, sky red
0: sky yeah red sky at night sailors delight red pink sky in the morning sailors warning yep. yep. yeah that's it yeah red pink
1: it's pink I think I think okay. it's pink you're um, probably right but, you know, we have this saying, and it all comes back to the water. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be out there when it's rough. And, no. And Peter jumped out there, no hesitation, when Jesus said, come and start walking on water. That his focus was so much mm-hmm. on God. And his trust. His trust. That's something that goes along. I think that's intertwined with focus yeah. and his trust, and we'll dive into that more. There was no hesitation in Peter. When we really think about this, there were other people in the boat besides Peter. The disciples were wisdom. Can you imagine the dialogue that took place in the boat? Like, for them looking at Peter and be like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're like, don't what do it, are man. not Because do <laughs> they all would have been terrified. Yeah. And, you know, the water is not a safe place. You know, what if there's a shark or like anything? A, I don't know. Could have been anything in the water. This was 2,000 years ago. They really didn't know what was in the water as much as we do today. Yeah. And we I'm, don't even know that much about it. I'm, I'm not going to get, I'm, okay, we're not don't going go down that today. rabbit hole. We're not going down the rabbit okay. hole that we've only, you know, mapped 7% of our oceans. <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're not going to talk about it. He's okay, people. He's it's okay. okay. <laughs> um. So not only, you know, Peter stepping on the boat was this huge thing when he saw Jesus. Stepping off and doing this was insane. And it was because he devoted his attention and his efforts towards jesus mm-hmm. so when we think about this and i really want us to dive into this are you following jesus so closely that you would do whatever he asks you without hesitation are you focused on jesus that you're w- that you will obey him even if his crest seems crazy scary and makes absolutely no sense i think for all of us it's so difficult
0: it's super challenging
1: so challenging yep i don't want to say like To put people out there like, obviously you need to do this because you're living a completely terrible, awful, like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to say is focus is hard. Yeah. Focus is really hard. And keeping all of our mind and focus on Jesus is incredibly difficult, especially Mm -hmm. in our world today, especially for teenagers today. You know, we look at, you know, all that's out there. There's so many influencers and things on social media and it's so easy. You know, our phone beeps and we're like, oh, what was that? When we turn, our whole focus is shifted. Um, It's the same as in prayer. If you're ever praying in a group and someone's phone goes off, everyone's mind is distracted then. Yeah. Yeah, what was that? Or, well, that's an interesting ringtone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, when Peter took his eyes off Jesus and saw the wind and the waves, he immediately began to sink. Yeah. He immediately lost his focus and...
0: But also he, doesn't it say that he put his focus on to the.
1: Yes. He changed his, fo- he he, his focus. He lost his focus of God and put his focus on something else. Yeah. He put his focus within fear. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's, when he panicked. Yeah. Peter failed in this and freaked out and forgot, you know, who was really there to focus on. hmm We do this so often. Yeah. We forget who to really focus on. Yep. And too often we focus on all these other things. And then we look over and we're like, God, where are you? And it's like, well, he's right there. Where right where the, you left me. Right, <laughs> well, no, not right where we left him, but he's right with us in all of those times. Yes, and you're right. Sorry. <laughs> he is, he's there for us and it's us that lose sight of God, not God losing sight of us. Yeah. Um. So at the end of, you know, Peter walking on water, Jesus saves him mm-hmm. and he says to them, you who have little faith. Now, Peter one of the disciples. He knew Jesus so well. He knew him as the son of God. He talked mm-hmm. to him personally daily. I'm sure many of us would have liked to be where Peter was. Isn't
0: Peter the disciple Jesus loved? That's John. You're
1: right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Stand corrected. Yes, John, because in John's gospel he says that I, yes. you know, yeah. John, John, John likes to do his little thing. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm sure many of us would like to be where Peter was to have these yeah. conversations with god i think that really puts in perspective mm-hmm. it's so easy to lose our focus it's so easy that even though we're right there with god our attention and efforts can be lost so easily yeah you know and that becomes really down to are you directing your attention and efforts towards jesus or do you find yourself drawn to other things you know, maybe your life is filled with a lot of good things such as friends and relationships and sports and, you know, maybe you like drama and maybe you like extracurricular activities. But let me ask you, are you focused on all those things or are you more focused on that time when there's no one else around and you're just having the time be like, okay, God, I'm going to focus on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's bad to have these focuses on other things. No, it's not. You know, we have passions and... yeah fun and these great things and i'm not saying that like oh if you play basketball obviously you are doing a terrible office no oh. go and play basketball go and focus on that as a passion but what i'm saying is in those times where we slow down or maybe when those times where we're out of breath and we're like oh man and you have that brief moment in your thought where there's nothing to focus that on god mm-hmm. bring god into all aspects of our life even in sports, even in video games, even in theater, even in mm-hmm. all these extracurricular things that we do in our homework and our science work and our daily lives and any of our work to bring God into the midst of it, to take time to focus on him, mm-hmm. practicing the consistency we talked about last week. Um, so yeah, I'm just, what I'm trying to say is to really focus in on God. That's often more often or not, we're going to be like Peter. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah, we're going to be like Peter in the aspects that we're, we'll lose our focus. It happens to everyone. It happens to pastors. It happens to leaders of the church.
0: Yeah, but I don't like. I don't like to say we lose our focus. I because your definition at the beginning was like where you place your attention mm. and efforts. So I don't know that we ever.
1: I don't think we ever truly lose our Lose focus. it.
0: I think we, place it, we place it elsewhere where maybe it doesn't belong.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I think that it happens to everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely, We are human
1: beings, pastors alike. Yeah. Pastors and leaders of the church are human beings, and our focus gets placed on other things as well. Yeah. There's plenty of times, and especially for pastors, when you're doing ministry work, sometimes our focus is not on God. Yeah. It's on the ministry work, and it's forgetting to let God come into that. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think... uh, any pastor can relate to. For sure. And so I think that when the more we dive into, you know, keeping our focus on God, Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to say that it's okay to sometimes put our focus on our things. It happens. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we are awful, terrible people. It means that we're human. Yeah. We're all human. And we all, when we can accept that and live with that, I find it makes a huge difference in our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. So now, now I want to go into, you know, I think a lot of people are skeptical you know, of focus. We we would like to say, you know, oh, yeah, that, that happens for other people. That doesn't really happen to me. Yeah. I want us to read um, Luke 15, verses 3 to 7, and it says, so he told them this parable. For what man among you, who has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open field and go after the lost one until he finds it. When he has found it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders, and coming home, he calls his friends and neighbors together, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven for one, over one sinner who repents than over nine, to nine righteous people who do, who do mm-hmm. not need repentance. What I'm trying to say is it's okay to acknowledge our mistakes. Mm-hmm. We don't have to bury them and say like, nope, God doesn't see that. I don't see that. No one sees it. Yeah. It's the same thing as um, if mm-hmm. I don't see you, you can't see me.
0: Yeah. And like in denial of. Yeah.
1: But yeah. It, look, we lose, we misplace our focus. Mm-hmm. It happens. And I, what I'm trying to encourage us to know that God loves us mm-hmm. so much so much and he sees us every day and to know that he sees our mistakes and he's okay and that he still loves us and that he wants us to bring our focus back onto him yes and but we have to understand that we are all that one sheep Mm -hmm. we are all that one sheep and that we even when we are lost God is pursuing us, chasing Mm -hmm. us down. Go listen to Reckless Love.
0: Yes, yeah, I love that song.
1: It's a wonderful song that shows us. And I think that God is someone who, no matter what our focus may be at at the time, is still there sitting in it with us Mm -hmm. and is still um, someone who wants us to focus on him and to regain that focus. So Jesus, Jesus is focused on us. He didn't care so much for us. And I want to point um, out that, really point out, you know, he died on the cross for us. He served as the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. So if you want to ask, you know, why should my focus be on Jesus? It's because he left the 99 to find Mm -hmm. us. And that he's worthy of our focus because he is so focused on you. You know, let's, let's, you know, kind of focus on, you know, the very beginning of the message tonight. Where is our focus? know f- where is our focus today mm-hmm. and I encourage us to focus in on God because he's focusing right in on you and that's to not be scared of that but to feel love and compassion in that God's focus is an embrace mm-hmm. it's not a stare and a glare that says oh not again but it's a focusing on us that says I love you so much mm-hmm. and I want to dive into life with you and I want I want you to bring me a part of all of it because I am there with you through it all I want
0: your best I want what's best for you yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and so as we finish up and we start to close I just want to encourage us all to ask ourselves where our focus is and maybe it's taking that extra little bit of time each day having that consistency of our focus to put it on God Mm -hmm. and to yeah just really take some time and really care and for ourselves and our spiritual well-being and yeah to focus in and really reflect on where our focus is yeah. and I think that's something really important to do today
0: And it takes time, too, and a bit of retraining to adjust your focus.
1: Consistency.
0: Yeah, consistently adjust your focus. Yep. That's a great way to end. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Mm -hmm. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Wes, if you've got questions or want to dive into this more or just need someone to chat with, you can um, always get in touch with him. His email address is wes at waynefleetbic.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear any feedback or suggestions. And uh, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you again next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.